Eastern on CRN. can try fighting the law all you want, but the law is always going to win. From politicians and celebrities to sports figures and business leaders, they're fighting the law. Now, here to sort out the nation's top legal news stories is America's favorite legal analyst, Royal Oaks. This is the Royal Oaks Show. Thank you, Mike Horn, and welcome to the Royal Oak Show. He sounds so stern, Engineer Mike, that, that Mike Horn. You know, actually, maybe we should tell him technically he's wrong. He says, you know, the law will always win. Doesn't always win, right? Not always. No, well, I mean, for example, there's, there's O.J. Simpson. It, we're actually going to talk a little about O.J. You know, I was thinking about the show today, and I thought there were a couple of big issues, big questions. One, has Donald Trump lost his mind with all this uh, fire and fury talk about North Korea? We are going to discuss that, and I'll tell you whether he's lost his mind or not. The other big question is, you know, the Russia thing is still around. There's a lot of other news intruding, but Russia's still right there. You know, there was this pre-dawn raid on uh, Paul Manafort's home. So the big question there, in my mind, is should special counsel Bob Mueller or go? Should he be fired? Should he be out of there? Is there an irreconcilable conflict? I'm going to give you the answer to that as well. But so much other stuff is going on. I I wanted to touch on that. Now, we have a developing tragic story today uh, in terms of the Virginia white supremacist violence there in Virginia. And I think Donald Trump is kind of stepping in it here. Uh, You know, he's been... interrupting the regular programming the pga tournament was on on the tv and all of a sudden you look up and there's donald trump instead and you're thinking gee is there something happening on the north korea front no it's something happening on the virginia front and what he said was this is terrible we condemn it and so on but he's getting criticized because you know this is terrible on many sides and it's almost like he didn't want to come out and say, this is white supremacist violence. This is a terrorist attack. Let's call it what it is. And it's a little ironic because that's exactly what he's been criticizing people for for years. Why can't you come out and call it what it is, radical Islam, and yet he doesn't want to do that? And it kind of actually, Engineer Mike, it reminded me of the whole Putin thing when uh, when there was this bromance between Putin and Trump, and a, a reporter actually came out to Trump and said, gee, you know, you've been saying some nice things about Putin. The guy is a murderer, you know. And you remember what Trump said? He said, well, we got a lot of murderers in this country, too. And I'm thinking, good grief. I mean, does this guy have absolutely no boundaries in terms of, of uh, why can't he just come out and say it like it is? He wasn't able to say it like it was with respect to Putin. He insisted on people being frank and earnest and honest when it comes to radical Islam. But now on the white supremacist front, he's not able to to tell it like it is. The other developing story uh, is uh, O.J. Simpson. Uh, and we mentioned that, you know, sometimes he, he gets away with it. Well, folks, you may remember a few weeks ago, O.J. Simpson was in front of the Nevada Parole Board, and we all know what the decision was. The Parole Board said, yeah, uh, that's fine. Good news, O.J. You're going to be out in October. Well, guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, as it turns out, the Parole Board didn't have all of Simpson's records. All this business about how he had a conflict-free life and so on, and and everybody on the board, they were asking him questions about, well, have you ever been arrested before? Have you ever been convicted before? It turns out the record of his conviction in California was not in front of the parole board, and it looks like they can't change their decision. I'm going to give you the details on that when we come back on The Royal Oak Show. We'll be back on CRN with The Royal Oak Show. 
Credit cards are sure fun to use, perhaps a little addicting, and they kind of make you feel rich. Well, if you're like most Americans, you've got over five maxed out credit cards in your pocket right now, and you can barely make the minimum payments, right? I'd like to personally recommend a company called DebtHelper.com. DebtHelper.com is a licensed and insured nonprofit debt management agency. They can help cut your interest rates by as much as 50% and lower your monthly payments, saving you thousands of dollars in finance charges on your credit card bills. DebtHelper.com does not lend money. DebtHelper's program could have you paying off your credit card debt in full in a three to five year period. Call DebtHelper.com right now for your free confidential consultation today. Welcome back to the Royal Oak Show. And, of course, Engineer Mike has uh, decided to play Glenn Campbell in honor of the gentleman who... uh, of course, we lost him this week to Alzheimer's disease, and and what a uh, what a class act, uh, what a dignified third act to his life, to his career, just hugely popular uh, decades ago. And but he but he hung in there, and uh, that that documentary. I, I don't know if you saw it, Mike. Amazing documentary. I, I didn't. See, I, I have to see it now. Uh, but you know, in the last few years, uh, he was still holding it together. He still had musical uh, ability. So, uh, R.I.P. Glenn Campbell. So, on the O.J. Simpson update, ladies and gentlemen, here's the deal. Um, One piece of O.J. Simpson's record, (laughs) a funny story, escaped the notice of the parole board and really most of the news media, most of the millions of people watching on TV when he had his hearing on July 20. And, you know, the the punchline, they're going to let him out. They said, yeah, we're granting parole. During the hearing, members of the Nevada Board of Parole Commissioners asked him if he ever had a history of a criminal conviction, and he said, no, no, I, I don't. Well, it turns out that was wrong, and it's not a huge secret. It's just it really wasn't something they focused on. In 1989, Simpson pled no contest in Los Angeles to misdemeanor battery against Nicole, who, of course, was then his wife. The parole board, guess what, didn't have that information. It was not in their file. So the 1989 conviction was not considered when this four-member panel voted unanimously to spring him in October. By the way, Engineer Mike, have you decided, uh, if you see O.J. Simpson walking down to Panka Canyon Boulevard, are we going to shun him, or are we going to uh, have a selfie with him, or are we going to scream at him? Have you you made your personal decision? Uh, Yes. No screaming, no selfie, no, you know— I'm just going to walk on by. That, that's just the shun. That's right the shun option. I, I, I think we'll put that in that category. I think most people are in that category. All right. So the Nevada board didn't have this information. Routinely, they go through their own Nevada records for convictions because they don't want to just trust if these guys are going to tell the truth. And they also check with the National Crime Information Center, which is a set of huge, ginormous databases run by the FBI. And guess what? Simpson's 1989 conviction did not appear in this National Crime Information Center database when Nevada put together a pre-sentencing report getting ready for this hearing. So these parole commissioners relied, according to the, the head of the parole board, David Smith, he said they relied on information in the report and it didn't include his conviction. And he's not talking about whether it would have influenced their decision. I have a feeling it probably wouldn't. They were really focused on all those factors. You remember, you look at his age, he was 70, and if you're over 41, they really give you a lot of breaks when it comes to parole decisions. He had a perfect record behind bars. He didn't cause trouble. Uh, To the contrary, he was a, a helpful force. And the problem is we're told this decision that they made is not subject to review unless Simpson violates the terms of his release. And I'm asking myself, why not? I mean, if it turns out that due to a clerical error, they didn't have a record of the fact that he killed 75 nuns on their way to a pilgrimage in Lourdes, and now we know that he did, 
why wouldn't it be appropriate for them to say, oh, Mr. Simpson, we want you to come back and have another video hearing, but apparently they're not going to do it. And it's a big problem, apparently. We're told, according to this New York Times reporting, there are major gaps in these databases. Uh, but the 1989 case, I mean, we all knew about it. It's, it's not a sealed deal. It's in California's database. There was a conviction for beating up Nicole. And, of course, O.J.'s lawyer, Malcolm Laverne, he says, well, uh, yeah, I kind of knew about that earlier case. I'm not sure why California wouldn't have uh, submitted it to a federal database. His excuse is, I, I'm, I'm not a California lawyer. You remember his hearing, Simpson said, I've basically spent a conflict-free life. I've always been a guy that got along with everybody. I mean— truly amazing. So he's going to be out in October. They're not going to have a new hearing, and you're all going to have to make uh, the decision that Engineer Mike has made his decision on. You, and i got to believe a lot of people are going to go for the selfies. They're going to go for the autographs. There aren't going to be too many screamers, but I think there will be uh, a, a lot of folks who are shunning him. Now, uh, before we get to the, the two big questions of the week, which are the, on the North Korea front, whether Donald Trump has lost his mind with his bellicose rhetoric, and also whether or not uh, Robert Mueller, the special counsel, should quit, I did want to uh, make you aware of the fact that maybe the alt-right, the Bannon forces, are losing their clout with Trump. Uh, there's a report now that uh, a guy uh, who was working for the National Security Council has been forced out after his memo, sort of inspired by Bannon, was warning of a leftist plot against Donald Trump. This memo is a seven-page document written by Richard Higgins. He'd been a director of strategic planning at the uh, National Security Council. And basically what he claimed is that there's a cabal of leftist deep state government workers that he called globalists, bankers, adherents to Islamic fundamentalism, and establishment Republicans are conspiring to remove President Trump and impose cultural Marxism in the United States. Now, this memo has been surfaced, and apparently this guy's now out of a job. He's been dumped because of the writing of this memo. And it reflects a pretty deep divide within the White House between General McMaster on the one side, he's the national security advisor, it's gotten a lot of publicity later, uh, recently, and hardline officials like Stephen Bannon, Trump's chief strategist. And apparently the, the battle is being won by McMaster. Uh, what this memo said was, it said, recognizing in candidate Trump an existential threat to cultural Marxist memes that dominate the prevailing cultural narrative, those that benefit recognize the threat that he poses and seek his destruction. So this is this guy Higgins uh, warning Trump that he is being threatened by people uh, within the deep state of the government, the government workers that are trying to uh, trying to reject his uh, agenda. And what he did was he said that the people in the hard left who are inside the administration, sort of in this deep state, are aligned with Islamic organizations, including the Muslim Brotherhood and the Council on American-Islamic Relations, the American Civil League. Liberties Union, the Black Lives Matter organization, and the United Nations. It kind of reminds you of in the old days, back in the day when the John Birch Society emerged in the 50s, and they actually came out and said that Dwight Eisenhower, the moderate Republican president who'd been the hero of World War II, was a tool and a member of the Communist Party. That's the kind of sense that you're getting out of this guy. Uh, the house cleaning of getting rid of people like that apparently has been motivated by uh, General McMaster and also some others on the National Security Council. And they've gotten rid of several people. For example, they got rid of General Flynn. Uh, and he, there's been sort of a slow-rolling purge against hardline aides on the staff who were close to General Flynn. Trump seems to be in the camp of General McMaster the other day. He was asked about him in, in a, in a wide-ranging press conference, and he said, he's our friend, he's my friend, and he's a very talented man. I like him, and I respect him. Very strange the way Trump reduces virtually everything to very personal terms. I mean, can you imagine Richard Nixon saying about Henry Kissinger, oh, yes, he's a, he's a very nice man, he's my friend, he's a talented guy. This is totally personal. I think with Trump, it's all about how does somebody feel about Donald? 
how, what do they say about Donald? So the alt-right is suffering. When we come back, North Korea, stay with we'll us. We'll be back on CRN with the Royal Oak Show. Aloha. Experience your home away from home. Being beachfront at the Kanapali Beach Hotel. Begin your getaway, relaxing on over 11 acres of tropical Hawaiian gardens at Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel. Voted Best Aloha Spirit by Hawaii Magazine readers. Just walking around the grounds with all the tropical vegetation, relaxing poolside, or kicking back in the sun on the world-renowned Kanapali Beach makes you feel like you're home in paradise. There's a package to fit all your needs. Wedding, honeymoon, activities, private parties, great food, or just good old beach fun. The hotel perpetuates the Hawaiian tradition at its best. Call 661-0011 or visit kbhmaui.com. Hey, Lorraine, do you realize that your mother, my mother-in-law, Chef Maria, has been serving Las Vegas since 1949? Yes, I do, Dennis. That's when she first met Howard Hughes, who fell in love with her cooking. And in 1955, she opened her first restaurant on Fremont Street. Yes, dear. And another great customer was Liberace. Wow. Then in 1962, while Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack were causing global excitement on the Las Vegas Strip, your family opened their second restaurant. And in 19. 72, Elvis Presley began electrifying Las Vegas audiences and eating in our restaurant. You know, Lorraine, this is quite a town. There's only one Las Vegas. And there's only one bootlegger Italian bistro. Folks, when you're in Las Vegas, come visit us. We'll make you feel like you're part of our family. The bootlegger Italian bistro, conveniently located at 7700 Las Vegas Boulevard, South Strip. Visit our website at www.bootleggerlasvegas.com. The smartest way for you to get the lowest prices on your plane tickets, domestic or international, is to call SmartFares first or last, but you've got to call us before you book your plane tickets. Fly anywhere in the world, fly anywhere in the U.S., and SmartFares can save you up to 75% on your plane tickets. We have the lowest airline ticket prices on over 500 airlines, and you've got a great 12-hour free cancellation window. Plus, with our live agent help, you can always get fast help and fast answers. So on your next trip, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, how about right now? Pick up your phone and call SmartFares, plus save up to 75% on your plane reservation. So call right now. Welcome back to the Royal Oak Show, honoring the memory here of Glenn Campbell. So, Engineer Mike, I've been pretty tough on the president here uh, today, you know, talking about his rhetoric. But now we're going to turn to North Korea and Donald Trump, and maybe I'll surprise some people, because my question is, has he lost his mind with the fire and fury talk, all of this bellicose rhetoric? Well, my answer is no. I think he's actually crazy like a fox. I think there's an explanation for the language that Trump is using. I think he sees the fundamental flaw of the Obama administration's approach to foreign policy as the overreaction by Obama to the idea that America, ever since World War II, has been aggressive and imperialistic and militaristic and guided by this erroneous notion of American exceptionalism, in Obama's view. According to Trump, this passivity on the international scene of the Obama approach encouraged and emboldened our enemies, whether they were Putin or terrorists, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, whatever. Trump's goal has been to be the un-Obama. And I think that's the explanation for his rhetoric. Now, that's the explanation. Then the question is, is that the right thing to do? You know, the Wall Street Journal had a a terrific uh, editorial a couple of days ago, and I think they got it absolutely right. The president's language, of course, lacks diplomatic finesse. 
It was biblical. It was apocalyptic. But in a way, it served a purpose. It sent a message to the key players. First, China. China's in a position to force North Korea to do the right thing. I mean, let's face it, whatever China wants, it's going to happen with respect to North Korea. That's the only reason they're alive. They're, they're on life support, but they're alive at all because of China's support. And if China said, look, back off on the development of nuclear weapons, that would happen. If China withdraws support, North Korea withers and dies. If China is uncertain as to whether Trump is going to initiate hostilities, it's more likely to do the right thing. They don't want a million North Korean refugees streaming across the border, wrecking northeast China. China's actually supporting North Korea's military endeavors. They've provided them key equipment and components, and we need them to stop doing that. It was huge recently when the Soviet Union and China joined in that Security Council resolution against North Korea. That was a a fantastic sign. The second key player, of course, is the military men surrounding North Korea's dear leader. They are listening to Trump, and they enjoy living. They love their families. They love their status. They know that if the hostilities begin, they will be dead or destitute or imprisoned. Things will be over for them. As a result... Regime change is a possibility, and that's probably the very best option for the United States, is that somehow, some way, there would be a regime change in North Korea, and they wouldn't be run by a maniac. It wouldn't be the first coup in the world or in the last few decades. And then the third key element here, the the recipient of Trump's rhetoric, is the dear leader himself. And this Here's the best news of all. If anybody's worried about uh, about us all getting blown up or some rogue missile or something, I think we can relax, and here's why. This guy running North Korea cares only about one thing, and that is continuing to enjoy his life as leader. And it's wine, women, song, drugs, whatever floats his boat, who cares what it is, but he is living the life. He is divinity on earth according to himself and the people he's brainwashed in North Korea. And he knows it all disappears the minute he attacks one square inch of United States property. He knows he is dead, he's incinerated, he's imprisoned, or he's on the run. He's going to be like Saddam Hussein or like Osama bin Laden, pacing around his compound in Pakistan. He was hunted down like a dog and killed. So you ask yourself... If he isn't going to commit suicide, and he won't, he's not going to attack Guam or San Luis Obispo or any place else where America has property. If he isn't going to do that, well, what's he up to? Well, it's clear what he's up to. He wants to improve his bargaining position. It's, It's the same deal they had in 1994 when Clinton was president, when they had negotiations and he they had this nascent uh, nuclear uh, policy and, and program, and he negotiated for economic benefits. That's what he wants. He also would like to control the entire Korean peninsula. That has been his single-minded goal for a long time. So he wants to sit down to the bargaining table, and in return for the cessation of threats... Uh, by by North Korea and a reduction in his nuclear arsenal, he'd love to get economic benefits. He'd love to get control of South Korea, whatever he can get out of the negotiations. And that's what he's aiming for. And so to the extent Trump talks tough and doesn't give in, well, when we come back, I'm going to tell you how Trump is being a whole lot like a former president who was very successful with his bellicose rhetoric as well, a guy named Ronald Reagan. Stay with us. Royal Oak Show. We'll be back on CRN with the Royal Oak Show. You're experiencing pain, back pain, shoulder, elbow, or hand pain, pain from a sports injury. If so, schedule a visit with Dr. Michael Schiffs, the leading expert in laser therapy for pain management. Call 310-873-4422 or go to drsheps.com. Experience Epic-T, the breakthrough laser therapy system that Dr. Sheps developed to make you pain-free in less time. Laser therapy is a non-invasive, safe, and effective in-office procedure that penetrates deep into your skin without damaging 
massaging the tissue. It perfectly targets areas of pain to promote fast, natural healing. Relax your muscles, ease muscle spasms, joint stiffness, and arthritis pain while increasing blood circulation. For over 25 years, Dr. Sheps has helped Olympic athletes and sports enthusiasts alike get back in the game. Schedule your visit with Dr. Sheps at his Brentwood office in California. Call 310-873-4422 or visit drsheps.com. That's drsheps.com, 310-873-4422. Come on Beach Hotel, Traditional Hawaiian weddings and vow renewals to your own unique ceremony. Find out why Ka'anapali Weddings is the perfect place to say, I do. Create the memory that will last a lifetime at the place you and your family know and love. Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Imagine yourself and your loved one just steps away from world-famous Ka'anapali Beach in one of many wedding venues to choose from, including oceanside lawns, tropical gardens, or indoor banquet rooms. With your choice of catering, bar, floral, and musical options, you can make your special day customized just for you. Their wedding specialist will help you plan your dream wedding today. For more information, visit Ka'anapaliweddings.com or call 661-0011. Ka'anapali Weddings, the perfect place to say, I do. Ka'anapali Beach Hotel, Maui's Hawaiian Hotel. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-989-1361. 800-989-1361. That's 800-989-1361. CRN listeners, when you come to Southern California, stop by a great restaurant, the Dresden Restaurant at 1760 North Vermont Avenue in Hollywood. Enjoy great entertainment, like the music of the legendary Marty and Elaine at the world-famous Dresden Restaurant. The Dresden was a location for the making of the movie Swingers. Now you can swing with stars Marty and Elaine. Plus, enjoy great food, too, like French onion soup, artichoke hearts, and many other great appetizers. Seafood? There's salmon, shrimp scampi, New Zealand orange roughy, halibut, Lake Superior white fish, and specialties like veal marsala, piccata, and parmigiana. Plus, we've got a great roast rack of lamb, chicken piccata, and cordon bleu, and pasta dishes, too. Steaks? Filet. New York. Chateaubriand for two. Much more, too, including pork chops, prime rib of beef, and an incredibly extra large cut of prime rib. It's the Dresden Restaurant, open for lunch Monday through Saturday and dinner Monday through Sunday. Check us out at 1760 North Vermont Avenue or call 323-665-4294. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. She'll find the note I left hanging on her door. Welcome back to the Royal Oak Show. And so long, of course, this week to Glenn Campbell. Amazing career. Remarkable music. We are talking about North Korea. And I started out asking, you know, has Donald Trump lost his mind uh, with this fire and fury talk? And I think the answer is no. I think he knows what he's doing here. I I think he's trying to avoid a situation where we have another Iran deal. Because, you know, what we did with the Iranians and this nuclear program they've got recently, just a a terrific deal. Uh, They get billions of dollars, no more economic sanctions, and they, we say, oh, please shut down your centrifuges, and they get warnings when we inspect. You you remember that, that interesting part of the deal? We have to give them warnings. It's a little like, now, guys, we're having a drug test here at the company, and it's going to be in five exactly five weeks, okay? So you just better make sure you don't have a positive drug test in five weeks. It's, it's not any way 
to run a railroad. It's, it's, it was obviously a bad deal in Iran, and I think Trump wants to avoid a situation where for North Korea to stand down and get rid of this maniacal nuclear program, he has to sit down at the bargaining table and give them something. By taking a strong stand now, Trump is not going along with his game. In essence, he's calling their bluff because we know they're not going to attack the United States because it would be state suicide for the dear leader. And I think what Trump is doing is he's channeling Ronald Reagan. People credit Ronald Reagan for coming across like an unpredictable wild cowboy in the White House. And then he gets credit for bringing the Soviet Union to an end. I mean, remember the Star Wars story. The Russians truly believed that Ronald Reagan was on the way to erecting a Star Wars system that would allow him to put up an impenetrable shield that would swat down every incoming Soviet nuclear bomb. That's what the Russians thought we were on to in the 1980s when Ronald Reagan was in the White House, and they were absolutely petrified. And you remember what happened next? The Soviet leaders sat down with Reagan. They had a bunch of the different summits in Reykjavik and elsewhere and in, in Switzerland. And they sat down with Reagan, and the Soviet leader was obsessed with him promising, Reagan promising to stop development of the Star Wars system. And Reagan said, don't worry. We'll share it with you once it's developed. And what did the Soviets say to themselves? They said, he's lying. Once the shield is up, He'll kill us because we won't be able to launch missiles against him because the Star Wars shield will stop them. And he'll know he can kill us with impunity. Well, they said that because they knew that's what they would do if they were able to develop a Star Wars system. So what did the Soviets do next when Ronald Reagan stuck to his guns and refused to give up on the development of the Star Wars system, which, by the way, probably was technologically impossible and we still aren't near it anyway? What did the Soviets do next? They bankrupted themselves. They spent the entire 1980s struggling with their failed economic model, trying to keep up with American military developments. They induced an economic collapse that actually resulted in 1991, I think, in the end of the Soviet Union. So Trump, in his blustery and, and his clumsy, apocalyptic way, I think is trying to replicate the success of Ronald Reagan, this, this cowboy image, to convince the world that instead of us being passive and withdrawing, oh, we're not all that exceptional, we don't know any better than you, you live your life, uh, you know, oh, Iran, you know, develop your nuclear bombs, we're not going to be conducting any real inspections. Trump wants to be the anti-Obama. He wants to be Reagan. And because, you know, the, the, the generals surrounding Kim in North Korea uh, are all likely to react to this muscular position expressed by Trump in a way that's favorable to us, it seems like we're on the right track. You know, this, this whole system of trying to come across like a, a cowboy, it doesn't always work. When, Ronald, when Richard Nixon was in the White House and they were trying to convince North Vietnam to come to the bargaining table and enter into an agreement that would result in North Vietnam withdrawing from the South, basically kind of like in North and South Korea, have sort of a big truce and armistice, what Nixon told Kissinger was, when you go meet with the Soviets and the Chinese talking about trying to set up negotiations, I want you to convince them I'm a madman, that I'm totally unpredictable. It didn't work in that situation. The North Vietnamese didn't cave. We ended up withdrawing, and as we know, South Vietnam fell. So we've got two very different worldviews of how to present the United States on the world scene. Do we follow the Obama approach of passivity, running the risk? If you accept the conclusion of conservatives that we're going to embolden the bad guys around the world, or do you move to the other extreme where you threaten the bad guys and keeping them off balance? And that's certainly what Trump has chosen to do. So if things do go wrong, though, what are the military options in terms of the North Korean situation? Well, you know, John Bolton, who you see if you watch Fox News, he's a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. He's the guy with the enormous mustache, and he used to be uh, there in the United Nations. He wrote a fascinating piece in the Wall Street Journal about what our military options really are. And he identified them as three. Number one, 
He said we could preemptively strike North Korea's known nuclear facilities, their ballistic missile factories, and their launch sites and submarine bases. He, he pointed out there are all sorts of variations on this, from sabotage, cyber attacks, just general disruption, or using sea-based power to eliminate the entire program, at least as American analysts understand it. There's a second option. We could wait until a missile is poised for launch toward America and destroy it. This provides more time, but there's more risk because intelligence is never perfect. A North Korean missile might be in flight to a city near uh, near you before the military can respond. And some people have pointed out that the North Koreans have developed a pretty sophisticated system for sending up dozens of dummy missiles that we might not be able to figure out in terms of which one's real and which one isn't. And the third and final uh, military option that John Bolton talked about is that the U.S. could just use airstrikes or special forces to decapitate North Korea's National Command Authority, resulting in chaos, and then just sweep in on the ground from South Korea to seize the capital and the nuclear assets and key military sites and other territories. So you got to believe, if John Bolton says these are the three options, that's what Trump's experts have been telling him that he has the choice of doing. When we come back, a few of the North Korean myths that pervade that nation. Stay with us. We'll be back on CRN with the Royal Oak Show. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you could donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now, 1-800-785-9618. Donating is easy and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-785-9618. That's 1-800-785-9618. These are the sounds of Colombo's Italian Steakhouse. Mm. Look at this ribeye. Did you see that ribeye? Fantastic. Ah. Incredible. You gotta try a piece of this pizza. This is delicious. Mm. Sausage and lentil soup. Special today. Very, very good. Look at this garlic bread. Mm-mm-mm. Best garlic bread I've ever had. And here's Vic Perino, owner and operator of Colombo's, with the details. A lot of the Italian recipes are my uncle's own recipes. We have a lot of people coming back for his hand-rolled lasagna. We make it basically from scratch. You know, I think ours is exceptional. Here's Vic on what makes Colombo's different than other Italian restaurants. The other thing that sets us apart from other Italian restaurants is that we're an Italian steakhouse. We specialize in our steaks. Plus, there's more. We have um, entertainment seven nights a week. Uh, so they're coming for a lot of reasons, the value. Their value per dollar that they're getting, plus coming into a neighborhood-friendly place. So, you know, Sometimes we're actually accused of being the melting pot of Eagle Rock. Colombo's in Eagle Rock, on Colorado, just east of Eagle Rock Boulevard. Call 323-254-9138. Welcome back to the Royal Oak Show. Talking about the North Korean crisis. And perhaps one explanation for um, all of the bellicosity out of North Korea. People are criticizing Trump for it. Did you see Engineer Mike, uh, one of the, I think he's like the number two guy in the Democrat Party. His name is Ellison. He's a congressman from uh, Detroit area, maybe. And he was at some panel a couple of days ago, and he was talking about uh, North Korean Trump. And he said, yeah, Trump's more irresponsible than North Korea in this crisis. And then as soon as he got off of the, the panel, he's being interviewed by a Washington Post uh, guy, and he immediately retracts it. He says, I, I was wrong. You know, I was wrong. I'm not saying what Donald Trump's been doing is, is good, but I'm going to withdraw the whole part about Trump being worse than North Korea. Well, why is North Korea the way they are? 
Probably a, a few of you have heard uh, some of these. Some would call them myths. The North Koreans would call them truths. These are things that kids are taught in North Korea from the time they can first speak Korean about the the administration, the family that has been running uh, North Korea for decades. So the first myth is that uh, Kim Jong-un's father, Kim Jong-il, invented the hamburger. He called it double bread with meat. I think this is a clever name for it, I guess. It's a little easier to say hamburger. Um, he, the older Kim was also fond of claiming that sawdust is full of nutrients, which is really convenient because they basically don't have any uh, food up there. He encouraged his citizens to chow down on sawdust uh, when, uh, during their times of famine. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Mike, have you noticed uh, the statistics about North Korea, Northern Korean folks and Southern Korean? The Northern Koreans are about three or four inches shorter than their, uh, their colleagues in, in the South. Uh, now, it goes on, of course. Uh, Kim's official biography stated he never needed to use a toilet because his body was so well calibrated he didn't urinate or defecate. And kids are told this, and they presumably believe it. According to his official biography, Kim Jong-il's birth took place atop a sacred mountain and resulted in a new star being created. And, oh, by the way, winter turned to spring. So that's also part of uh, the lesson the kids learn. Um, they also have something um, against the Japanese. North Koreans claim the Japanese stole time from them back during the 1919 occupation. Uh, Kim Jong-un finally righted this injustice and set North Korea's clocks back by half an hour on August 15, 2015. Uh, we're told, if we're in North Korea, that Kim Jong-un is really just as amazing as his uh, father. Um, he claims he learned to drive at the age of three. And also, uh, in terms of his prowess on the golf course, Kim Jong-il first picked up a golf club in 1994 at North Korea's only golf course. He shot a 38 under par round that included no fewer than 11 holes in one. So these are some of the, the myths that are being inflicted on uh, the young'uns in North Korea. Now, we also want to talk about uh, the Russia controversy that, uh, in spite of North Korea and Virginia and everything else that's going on, is still a big story. And the question that people are going to have to confront, I think, in the very near future is, should special counsel Robert Mueller go? Political history is replete with examples of biased prosecutors, overzealous prosecutors with a not-so-secret agenda and kind of a desperate lust to promote their careers and destroy the careers of their political opponents. Prosecutors of, of all political stripes uh, can be guilty of this. Of all the categories of human beings on the planet, the people who we should most deeply and profoundly want to be totally and completely fair are prosecutors. They have literally the power of life and death over people, freedom and imprisonment of a peaceful and happy, productive life, or your life being turned upside down and being forced to destroy uh, your family, your health, your wealth, in order to, to fend off a voracious pursuer. So it's a really big deal that people with the power to prosecute crimes are absolutely fair. And yet, what have we seen? Well, People on the left side of the spectrum certainly were pretty suspicious about Kenneth Starr. They said that he had a vendetta to go after Bill Clinton. He expanded a small technical whitewater land deal involving Arkansas to anything and everything he could do to take down uh, a Democrat president. We saw a few years after that, there was a U.S. attorney named James Fitzgerald in Chicago who was intent on getting the scalp of Dick Cheney, Vice President Dick Cheney's chief of staff, Scooter Libby, and insisted on indicting him on frivolous grounds. We saw the James Comey twice interfering with the presidential election of 2016 when he had that 
unprecedented, absurd July press conference chronicling Hillary Clinton's sins, only to conclude that, uh, well, you know, that was really nobody's business. Uh, that, that, uh, that doesn't justify a prosecution. And then, 10 days before the election, last October 2016, coming out with his announcement that, okay, it's back on. We found Anthony Weiner's laptop, and this could be really, really big, only to announce sort of confusingly several days later, nothing to hear, folks, return to your homes. That plus the case of Lawrence Walsh, the Iran-Contra special prosecutor. All of this points to one thing, and that is, We have to look very, very carefully to see whether special counsel Robert Mueller has biases, has any reason to be anything other than totally objective, whether he has any kind of a conflict of interest that perhaps might cause him to have to step down. When we come back, I'll give you my take. We'll be back on CRN with the Royal Oak Show. Experience a luxury boutique hotel escape in the heart of Laguna Beach, California. With the finest art gallery, shopping, dining, and nightlife just steps from your door. The heart of Laguna Beach, the edge of the sea. It's the Inn at Laguna Beach. Enjoy our comfortable rooms, blending the style of a timeless beach bungalow with the modern comforts of today. 70 newly appointed guest rooms and suites await you at the Inn at Laguna Beach. Then, relax at the rooftop bar where you'll indulge in breathtaking views of the ocean. For dining, you'll find libations and local cuisine on the California coastline, including dining at the legendary Las Brisas, a Southern California landmark. The Inn at Laguna Beach, footsteps from Rome to village to sea, located in the heart of Laguna Beach. The Inn is within walking distance of all that Laguna Beach has to offer. No car required. The Inn at Laguna Beach, 211 North Coast Highway in Laguna Beach, California. Call 800-544-4479 or visit innatlagunabeach.com. If you're eligible for Medicare, you need to know there is money available to you that can lower your Medicare prescription costs. How much can you save? Find out now by making a free call to Health Markets. They'll search from a variety of nationally recognized plans to find you the right coverage at a price that fits your budget. And they'll do all this valuable research for you at no charge to you. And remember, you may be able to save money on your prescriptions. We'll tell you if you qualify. Why pay a penny more than you have to for an insurance policy? Let us find you the right plan at the right price and see if you qualify to lower your prescription costs. Put our free service to work for you at no charge. Call Health Markets right now. 800-990-0351. 800-990-0351. 800-990-0351. That's 800-990-0351. Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all 50 states and D.C. Service and product availability varies by state. Agents may be compensated based on your enrollment. CR and listeners, when you come to Southern California, stop by a great restaurant, the Dresden Restaurant at 1760 North Vermont Avenue in Hollywood. Enjoy great entertainment, like the music of the legendary Marty and Elaine at the world-famous Dresden Restaurant. The Dresden was a location for the making of the movie Swingers. Now you can swing with stars Marty and Elaine. Plus, enjoy great food, too, like French onion soup, artichoke hearts, and many other great appetizers. Seafood? There's salmon, shrimp scampi, New Zealand orange roughy, halibut, Lake Superior whitefish, and specialties like veal marsala piccata and parmigiana. Plus, we've got a great roast rack of lamb, chicken piccata, and cordon bleu, and pasta dishes, too. Steaks? Filet. New York. Chateaubriand for two. Much more, too, including pork chops, prime rib of beef, and an incredibly extra large cut of prime rib. It's the Dresden Restaurant, open for lunch Monday through Saturday and dinner Monday through Sunday. Check us out at 1760 North Vermont Avenue or call 323-665-4294. Welcome back to the Royal Oak Show. We're talking about the Russia investigation. So you be the judge here, okay? Robert Mueller assembles a group of people uh, be on the prosecution team. <laughs> James Quarles gave 30000 bucks to Democrats, including Obama and Hillary. Jeannie Ree, $9,000 to Democrats, and she represented the Clinton Foundation. Andrew Weissman, $4,300 to Democrats. Greg Andrus, $3,700 to Democrats. Andrew Goldstein, 3300 to Obama. Liz Prelogar, 500 to Clinton and Obama. Brandon Van Grack, 487 to Democrats. And Rush Atkinson, $200. I... At least, why don't you fire the people on the prosecution team who gave to Hillary and to Barack Obama? Nobody gave to Trump, needless to say. Nobody gave to Bush. Uh, 
We'll, we'll see. Next week we'll talk about whether Robert Mueller should go, but at least those people on his team ought to go. Hey, uh, before we go, I, I wanted to find out from you, uh, Engineer Mike, have you ever gotten a grade uh, in school that you didn't think it was fair? Do you even think maybe you should have gotten a little better? All the time, Royal. Okay, well, here's the, here's the deal. Here's what you should have done. You should have gone to the University of Georgia, and you should have taken the class from this fellow. He's a business uh, professor. Uh, he's adopted a stress reduction policy. Now, here's the deal. He says that uh, emotional reactions to stressful situations can have profound consequences for all involved. To avoid such situations in this class, the following policies will apply. First, all tests and exams will be open book and open notes, including the use of material on your laptop. Now, that would cut stress, right? All tests and exams will be designed to be completed in half the allotted time by the majority of students. You don't want to be rushed for a, a stressful, important situation, right? Next, he says... All tests and exams will be designed to assess low-level mastery of the course material. Low-level, that sounds doable, right? And this, this may be the best part, Mike. If you feel unduly stressed by a grade for any assessable material or the overall course, you can email the instructor indicating what grade you think is appropriate and it will be so changed. See, I think I got an A in during the show, Royal, and if you give me anything less, <laughs> you will be receiving an email from me. Well, but you see, I'm not the University of Georgia professor, so, you know, I don't know if I can do that. We'll talk to Mike Horn about that. Now, he says no explanation is required, Mike. You just, just say what you want on an individual test or the whole, uh, the whole semester. But he does say... It is requested that you consider waiting 24 hours before emailing the instructor. Well, you got to think it over. Exactly right. I think that's the least you can do, given how fair he's being here, right? All right. Now, it says here, if in a group meeting you feel stressed by your group's dynamics, you should leave the meeting immediately and need offer no explanation to the group members. The group dynamics of this interview is really... Sketching me out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's right. Furthermore, you can request to discontinue all further group work, and your grade will be based totally on non-group work. I work better alone. Yeah, exactly. Of course, you know, you can change your own grade anyway. Have you heard about this uh, Harvard interview technique that they uh, use for some job interviews? Have you, have you heard the name, the Harvard technique? Okay. Imagine you want a job at a company, and, you know, you really want it. You, you go in, and you, uh, you sit down, and you shake hands with the interviewer. And he's sitting behind his desk, and you're at the chair, and you've got your best suit on, and you've got your smile on, and he looks at you. And he doesn't say anything. And you just sit there, and you look back at him. And he continues to look at you, and he says nothing. I'm uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. That's for starters. How about two minutes Three minutes, four minutes go by. He says nothing. He just stares at you. How would you like to endure an interview like that? Oh, thank you. Well, it happens. The people who follow the Harvard School of Interviews uh, do this. And, of course, the idea is, let's find out how somebody reacts to adversity. How does Engineer Mike do when the pressure's really on, when he, when he doesn't know what to do. Now, Not very well. You, you could do a tap dance. You know, you could uh, recite Hamlet's soliloquy. You could tell your life story. You could start to giggle. You could run out of the room. Uh, folks, you better think about what you might do. You might have to face the Harvard interview. This is the Royal Oak Show. We'll see you again next week here on CRN. Which is most important because that was your theme. Are you tired of hearing your favorite talk radio shows sound like this? What if you could hear your favorite shows in crystal clear, high-definition digital sound? Well, with CRN Digital Talk Radio's six channels of high-definition radio, you can now hear all of your favorite hosts like you've never heard them before in CRN HD. The difference is amazing. Catch your favorite political hosts like Dennis Prager, Tom Hartman, Barry Farber, and so many more. Entertainment and lifestyle programming like the Robert Conrad Show, the What's Cooking Show, and the What's Cooking on Wine Show, all in true CRN HD audio. Sports, business, travel, food, wine, politics, there is something for everyone, and it's all available in CRN high-definition sound. Log on to www.crntalk for listings and information on all your favorite shows. That's www.crntalk.com.